A welcome to Email Never Sleeps. Email Never Sleeps brings together some of the greatest minds in the world, basically in the email world, to discuss, maybe debate, offer different perspectives and solutions that are the most pressing email marketing issues. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to strip out the corporate BS, we're going to strip out the pitches and really focus on what matters most, pragmatic email marketing ideas from people who have lived it and breathed it for quite some time. Today, I've got Mark Pollard, who is uh, the MarkTech guy in the MarkTech department or the marketing guy in the MarkTech department over at Carter's. Welcome, Mark. How are you today? I'm doing well, Andrew. How are you? Good. So you and I have been in the business for quite some time. Tell us just a quick overview of how long you've been doing this. Sure, sure. Yeah, I started email probably 21 years or so ago. It was right around the year 2000. Um, so yeah, started out initially kind of as a team of one doing, you know, wearing every single hat in terms of, you know, what needed to be done with email um, at uh, AAA, um, built that into, you know, a team of multiple people, but time uh, recently in the, the agency world for a while, and now back on the uh, the brand side of things with Carter. So, uh, yeah, it's been a welcome back. Welcome back to the brand side. So, <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm uh, Andrew Kordak, VP of Customer Engagement and iPost. Same thing. Twenty year, twenty one years, almost twenty two years now in email, um, client side, agency side, and now vendor side. So, the topic for today, Mark, and email never sleeps is. What are some of the greatest things in email that maybe have gone south um, or that you know were great ideas to think about, but now maybe are fading out? Love to get your thoughts on uh, one of those. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the one that came immediately to mind was something um, very recently, um, which was uh, Gmail's AMP for email. Um, you know, it was something that, seem like you know one of those things that'll be like the greatest things since sliced bread right like that ability to deliver um truly interactive content within an email right have have something in somebody's inbox where they could you know place an order do a reservation all that stuff without having to leave their their inbox you know just seem like something that would be you know, really impactful if enough people adopted it. But, you know, it seems like the, the plug got pulled on it just as soon as it was starting to maybe gain some traction. I totally agree with you there. I think uh, AMP was very well hyped, just like Google Wave was, what, probably 12 years ago. Um, Google does some great job at hyping it. I think the industry jumps on top of that. And it is, it's a great sort of thinking about how you can interact with email, but I, I still think it's, it's, you're right. It's kind of gone South or, you know, I don't think the adoption rate or anything is gonna, is gonna go with it, but a lot of people love to talk about it. Um, so I'm going to agree with you there. My, my, one of my topics, I think that where one of the things that kind of has been hyped up or talked a lot about or seemed great, but really has kind of gone South in the last few years is, the word AI, you know, artificial intelligence and all the different things that kind of go along with it. And we started talking about, oh, hey, how do we apply AI in email marketing? And really kind of, if you think about it, AI and email has kind of always been there. I mean, it, essentially, if you really kind of break it down, dynamic content can be done, can be kind of broken out 
um, you know, to, to AI itself. I think we think AI, we think robots, and we think of a lot of different things that's happening in biotechnology, but an email, I think we're, we're still at the, the, the base late, you know, the base camp, right, of climbing that Everest, right, uh, AI is at the top, but um, I, I don't see a lot of chatter about it anymore, um, partly because I think it's kind of done its course, and it doesn't mean it's not going to come back, but I think AI is, uh, is definitely another one. What do you, what do you think, Mark, do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know that I, that I fully agree there, but, you know, okay. I think there have been some elements of AI that have been really pushed that may not have, have worked out as well as the hype uh, built up around it. You know, things like, um, you know, subject line prediction, that kind of stuff. Um, I, I mean, talking about AI from the facet of, you know, true automation, right, where you've got some algorithm that's picking the, the right content at the right time, and it's it's completely hands off, right? Like, yeah, I, I think that, you know, is probably the, the, the grail, right? And like, I don't know if, if it'll ever, ever get there. And, you know, I also don't know, you know, how much is a computer picked, you know, email going to be better than something that somebody that truly knows mm -hmm. the ins and outs uh, of marketing and, and yeah. the, the product they're, they're pitching going to perform, um, you know, outperform something that has a, a human hands on. Well, maybe you and I who've been in the business for so long, maybe uh, it'll outlive us. Um, maybe the next generation will take over and do this whole new thing that maybe we can't even fathom. I'm looking forward to it, but I still, I still think that when I hear, hey, can you turn on AI, <laughs> right? That's like we, the, the fundamental understanding of what it can actually do, right. um, I still think is very confusing. What else? Do you got anything else? Anything else well, that went south? Somebody I mean, good just idea? To touch on the AI um, mm -hmm. just a little bit more, I mean, you know, yeah. one of the cool things that I, I've seen recently, um, just kind of in a um, very base level, you know, kind of proof of concept prototype is something where you could do SQL queries just through natural language, right? So you could type in a statement of this is what I'm looking to do. And mm -hmm. the AI would be able to interpret that and, you know, kind of spit out a SQL, you know, query um, based on that. And I, you know, I think stuff like that probably has a lot of practical um, implication down the road. If you can get to a point where, you know, you truly allow your kind of marketer that's going into a platform doesn't know SQL, but wants to do that kind of more advanced deep, mm -hmm. deep dive into the, the data that they have, you know, mm -hmm. to do that kind of stuff through just, you know, natural language, right? Well, maybe you're, maybe, maybe you're turning the tides for me. I, I don't really know. But the question is, is that if you have natural language writing these SQL queries for you, does that, does that potentially make you um, uh, an aging dinosaur? Like, do we need architects <laughs> right. with you guys anymore? Or right. well, I mean, you know, the, I mean, that's always been the, the <laughs> thing in, in yeah. digital marketing, right? It's like, you know, how, how much can I automate before I make myself irrelevant and right, right, you know, right, right. I, but 
you know, I found, you know, there's, there's always another hill to climb, right? Like, sure. you know, so, but well, yeah, I'm, got, I'm not too I've, worried about that. If I can I've hold on for another 10 years, I'll be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got one more and I might make some people upset if they, if they eventually listen to this, but I think something that was, um, has been long talked about, um, but I've never really seen long-term case studies on um, is STO. And for those of you that don't know who what STO is, is it's, what is it, Mark? STO. Send time optimization. Send time optimization. Basically looking at people's engagement over a period of time, opens, clicks, conversions, engagements. And a lot of companies have built in STO inside their tools and there's third-party tools as a result of that. Um, I think, um, you know, now with MPP and, you know, all this sort of stuff, a lot of people relying on opens as a part of STO. And we've heard a lot about that in iOS 15. But ultimately, I don't think, um, you know, I think with the changing behaviors of people, people reading emails at all different times of days and times and where they're at, um, I think STO was a great idea 10, 11, 12 years ago. Um, but I don't necessarily know if it's going to be used for a long, you know, long term, um, you know, uh, engagement or long term success. You know. Yeah, I, I think I'd have to agree with you on that one. Okay. Um, you know, I think that moving away from basing that really more on on opens, obviously, is is going to be something critical at this point just because open rates are now skewed even more than they've ever been um you know that aspect of truly looking at when someone's interacting with an email and taking that through that entire funnel right to say okay there's a pattern here where you know this person is always opening their email at this particular time of day and also buying at that time of day you know i think there's some relevance there but the rest of it i think you're probably the the noise to signal ratio or signal to noise ratio is, is weighing heavily towards the the noise on, on that kind of stuff and i think you, you, i don't know it's like anything else you need to be really careful and and um wow you know, make sure that you're measuring it the right, right way, right? Just don't assume that this tool knows more than you do. Totally, totally. Got anything else or you want to wrap it up for right now? What do you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, going back through time, you know, I can think of, you know, half a dozen things that seemed oh, like yeah. they were going to be, you know, great at the time, but, but didn't pan out. You know, I think that's one of the interesting things with the evolution of, you know, email marketing and, and digital marketing in general over the, you know, the span of my career is just, you know, that process of, you know, things being kind of called out, right? Like the stuff that doesn't work isn't going to be around too long. So, right. Right. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, there are a lot of smart people um, in this, in this arena and, you know, that aspect of, you know, the, the, bullshit detection is, is pretty high, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm the first one that raises my hand. I'm like, well, tell me more. But I always raise it with that glass is half empty sort of thing, right? Like, this is cool. Scratch and sniff emails. I'm not really sure, right? Um, that type of stuff. So Mark, um, look, you're a trusted colleague of mine. And I, we've known each other for quite some time. You've been in the business a long time. If someone wanted to reach out to you. Um, where, where would they get a hold of you at? 
Um, I think the easiest and best way would just be to uh, search for me on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I'm, I'm generally checking there more than I am my Twitter account or any other. Very good. Well, Mark, thanks for your time today. Appreciate it again, everybody. Thank you for attending. Hopefully you find these things useful. Again, email never sleeps. Thank you again, Mark Pollard, for your time um, and, and certainly um, all of the knowledge that you bring to this industry. People reach out to him. He's a really good resource uh, to know. So thanks again. All right. Thank you, Andrew.